Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Karen. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. Good. Yeah, you? I'm good because I have a good show. Oh, fun. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes when the show is going to be something that's heavy and difficult, Mm -hmm. there's just a different feeling coming into it. Yeah, you got to prep for it. You got to get ready for the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. 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 So today isn't one of those. Great. Okay. So I need the, the name of a man, please. I have chosen Rafi. Rafi calls and um, we can see each other. So over Zoom. And he says to me, can you tell me anything about, and I need the name of his dog, please. Ooh, uh, okay. I'm going to go with Spot. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Thanks. Just for nostalgia. And you you made that super simple for me too. (laughs) Okay. So he says, can you just tell me anything in half an hour that you get around Spot, please? I understand people can call and ask you and you'll either do medical or you'll do soul contract, you'll do personality, you'll give me if they've got issues. He says, I'm just going to be open to anything about my dog spot. And I love that. Mm -hmm. What a fun half hour, eh? Mm -hmm. So spot comes in and says to me, I'm alive. Great. Yeah. Helpful. Thank you. Yes. And so listeners, regular listeners know we get told alive or dead because medium's going to mean we're doing a, a, a pet that's passed. Mm. 
or we're going to get a pet that's alive and we're going to get different kinds of information perhaps. Well, and that's psychic, right? So you're separating out the gifts now. Thank you for clarifying mm. and explaining to people that there are different gifts and that's why these things happen for us. So Spot says to me, I'm alive and I'm going to be doing a lot of what our soul contract is. And this is really what he's calling for because I am completely healthy. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And Spot says to me, here's a bonus. And I'm like, okay, what's the bonus? I'm all excited. And he literally shows up and he's a German shepherd. Mm. And I said, oh my goodness, this is a beautiful validation because we don't always get that kind of information. Mm -hmm. We may get color, we may be get behaviors, we may get all kinds of other things. We don't always get a breed. So I said to Rafi, I think Spot is a German Shepherd. And he goes, hmm, you think? Like that. And I said, well, he's showing me, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said I think. I'm saying that I see it. And he goes, thank you. He goes, I wasn't trying to be an ass. He goes, I was just trying to really pay attention to your words mm -hmm. because I'm really trying to learn about what you do. I listen to you guys and I don't watch your podcast, but I listen to them. And I'm trying to notice in detail which of the gifts you guys are using and how often you're trying to describe that to help us as listeners. Oh, cool. And I said, okay, that's very, yeah, very cool. Thank you. And Spot says to me, well, he's saying that for a number of reasons, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but there's a good reason he's doing that. So then Spot says to me, I'm going to start with the soul contract. It's fabulous. And he says it has very much to do with the fact that we have to trust each other. And as a result of this beautiful connection we have about trusting each other, he's going to learn about what he's like in his partnerships. Hmm. He's going to learn what it means to actually trust a woman and whether or not she truly trusts him. And as a result, part of the contract between us is that this is going to be so beautiful that he knows that I am there for him and that I am there to love him that it's going to give him the freedom to be able to walk out of relationships that aren't healthy, mm -hmm. that he really doesn't want to be in, and he's not going to go into his fear. And it's going to be able to help him decide if he can stay or leave, mm -hmm. because he's going to really, truly feel loved. So it's going to give him this beautiful, deep security. So just like for health, for help for the listeners who might not be drawing the parallel just yet, can I just mm, clarify? Absolutely. So the relationship between Spot and Rafi is to be teaching one another about how to be dependable, how to be reliable, to create trustworthiness. And then when they have this worked out so securely within the relationship between the two of them, it's going to be almost like a bar, or actually not almost, oh. it's a bar for love and trustworthiness so that when he gets into significant other relationships, he actually can see, I know what trustworthy, look, trustworthy looks like. Is this person that? And am I behaving like that in this relationship or am I inconsistent? You got it. So this evaluation of him and Spot helps him decide, okay, it's time to leave because we don't have this kind of connection or bond or behavior with each other, or I can stay and work on it because we're working towards that together. 
Thank you. Yeah. So then I get to see that Rafi sits back in his chair and he goes, I think I'm going to need a couple of minutes. Are you into silence? It's one of the kinder things I've been asked if I'm into. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I said, actually, I said, I absolutely love sitting in silence with people. I said, it's something my dad taught me to do that was just beautiful. And I like to do that with others now as well. So we sat in silence. And you could see that he was just trying to figure it out or take it in or decide how deeply he wanted to think about it. Then he sits forward after his couple of minutes and he looks at me and he goes, okay. He goes, "Uh, I'm ready for you to continue. He goes, "Uh, what else does he want to say? And I'd like to continue with this line in open and the soul contract. He goes, so I've digested it. And I know that you're going to ask me if I'm allowed, if you want me to continue, because I know you do your check-ins. He goes, so I sat back and I did my check-in. So I turned my attention back to Spot and I said, what do you want to tell him? And he goes, well, he says, I'd like to talk about the career. And I said, oh, okay, good. What about his career? He goes, our career. Cute. (laughs) And I said, okay, what does that mean? And then I got, oh, no, I think I know what that means. I said, Spot, just a second, you're a German shepherd. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking to a police officer. And he goes, you got it. And I said, oh, my God, you're a police dog. And he Mm -hmm. goes, I am. And I said, okay, let me ask Rafi if this is all correct. And he goes, absolutely, we like our processes. Evidence. And now, like, I am so enthralled with this dog and this police officer that are calling to connect to each other. I just think it's so absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so I asked Rafi that. I said, hey, um, he's told me that you're a police officer. And he goes, I am, Karen. And I said, and I'm also told that he's a police dog. And he goes, you got it. Cool. And he goes, this is really fun. Mm -hmm. He says, I am so enjoying myself. He goes, what else does he want me to know then? So then Spock comes in and he says, I need to talk to him about his intuition. It's my job. I'm the dog. So he assumes that I have to constantly follow my intuition. And he goes, and because we're a team, he has to work on his own intuition. And he has to trust mine that if I go somewhere, I do something, he stands back, he watches, he observes, and then he tries to do his own processing to let me do my thing. And then he has to work as a team with me to, to think, if, the, if I'm going over here, then what am I supposed to do as Rafi to work together with him? Mm-hmm. He tries to do so much of what we do together out of logic rather than using his own intuition. So one of us is using our intuition and he says, and I want him to know that I use my logic too. He says, so I want him to understand that as a police dog, I use logic and intuition. And he says, but I need him to do both, not to rely so heavily on just what his training gives him. And he needs to know that or he's going to get the two of us in trouble. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good message. Isn't it? So he says, I need for him to keep paying attention to what I'm doing, but I need him to actually take a course and to learn about intuitiveness. And he says, I know that you do it, 
you can mention it to him or be broad so that he doesn't think that you're trying to like reel him in for something. Mm -hmm. He goes, just tell him to find somebody he resonates with or perhaps, you know, search on the internet or whatever. So I told him that. I said, Rafi, and I gave him all of those messages. And he said, you know, he says, I can even see Karen where Spot is trying to tell me all of these things because that's correct about the job I do. And he says, and I do see other officers use more of their intuition than me. I, I, I see that. I'm not trying to say that I haven't been told this before. He says, but I do lean in the way that Spot has identified. And I do appreciate that he's saying it could get us into trouble. He says, that's good to hear. So he's telling me that I'm not, I'm not stepping up and doing my share. And he mm. goes, I can handle that and get on board with that. Beautiful personal responsibility. Isn't it? And then I told him, I said, how you and I teach it. And I said that that's something that he can continue to do with one of us or that he could go find it in a number of places. And then we just left that message that way. And then Spot says to me, I need to talk to him about this perfectionism he's got going. He goes, it's, it's definitely going to get us into trouble too. Well, hand in hand with what we just talked about. Yeah. If you're working on perfectionism, you're completely ignoring intuition. Gold message. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just Tag pausing <laughs> because it's just one of those moments for everybody to listen to who is struggling with perfectionism mm. and thinks they're spiritual. You're shutting down over half of who you are. You got it. Which is why you would experience depression with the perfectionism. Exactly. And levels of anxiety as well, right? Mm -hmm. I Okay, let's do a plug here for our wonderful guest, Dr. Margaret Rutherford. Yeah. She has a great podcast and book. Her podcast is called The Self Work, and her book is called Perfectly Hidden Depression. And can we put another little plug in that she's coming back to the show Absolutely. yet again? Yes. <laughs> and that this is one of our favorite authors mm -hmm. that we want to continue to share with our listeners. And and also just like one of our favorite humans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So then he went in and Spot started saying things to him about his perfectionism. And that while in some aspects of work, it's good, keep it for your paperwork. Mm-hmm right? Uh, keep it for um, packing all the gear up to put into the back of the car. Mm -hmm. Keep it for keeping the car in good shape and wanting to make sure that it goes in for repair. Like there's certain aspects of perfectionism that can really work out quite nicely. Yeah. But when it's used in the wrong areas, that's when Spot is saying, now that can get us into trouble. So know when to enjoy your perfectionism and know when to not let it come into any kind of play whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then go into your intuitiveness and that is the right combination of all of those different qualities. That's a beautiful work ethic. Yeah. When you can have a nice, fine, fluid balance between um, being particular, I'm going to take perfectionism out of here, being very particular about things. Mm -hmm. And also using your intuition. Mm -hmm. And then Spot said, do you think you could tell Rafi that this is sometimes why his relationships don't work out? Because he goes into the perfectionism and he expects that from these women. He doesn't go into using his intuitiveness or allow them to. Mm -hmm. So when they go into being intuitive and playful, 
He wants to go into logic and getting something done right. And that doesn't make him a great lover. No, that's emotionally cut off. You got it. A beautiful message that Spot says to him next is, you need to take a course on your own, and then we need to take one together. Oh, fun. Yeah. And he goes, so go learn about your intuitiveness, because like I've done some of my work, dude. Mm -hmm. And then we'll get together, and we're going to go to some course where the two of us can practice our intuitiveness. And he goes, and I really think you should pick a dog trainer. Mm -hmm. Not... And I don't mean to put any kind of police academy down. So hear me out. That's not the intention if everybody, when people are listening to this, it has to do with it. Spot is suggesting somebody who does dog training and trains other dogs, but does it in a whole bunch of different ways where it incorporates playfulness, Mm -hmm. not just the routine of you got to, you got to learn something and get it done. It's life or death. If you don't do this right, let's go play. Mm -hmm. Let's go do some other things together. I thought that was just a great message. And then Spot says to him, and remember that when you meet a woman, you're supposed to be playful and that when she's engaging in her intuition and you're engaging in yours, that you're supposed to meet each other in that playground of playfulness. And so Ravi just sits and looks at me and he goes, that's a lot to swallow because that's not what I'm like. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and you're making me realize how much I am not fun for a woman. Well, that's good. (laughs) Those are important things to realize. Yeah. And and you know what? Like, let's take Rafi aside here for a second. How many of us have been in relationships of any kind? Could be a coworker relationship, a significant other, a friendship, where over a period of time, we're like, oh man, I've kind of been taking this a little too seriously. And you lose sight of the big picture because you become task focused on, I don't know, house stuff and yard work and you forget to have play and and dates together, right? Because you're just getting stuff done or the coworker relationship at work is always conversation about projects and you forget to check in and say, hey, how's your weekend? Yes. And I'm not saying all of you have to care about your coworkers enough to ask that question, but if it is a relationship that you're trying to mm-hmm. cultivate and develop on a personal level, we do have to come back to those things and sometimes we forget. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think that's a human thing. Yeah. I think about teachers that do that in classrooms where they say to the students, okay, we got to really get through a hard math particular lesson mm-hmm. and then we're going to play. Then we're going to go out and have a recess or we're going to go over here and we're going to do this. And how much or how important it is when we're children, we are taught that we have to play. Mm -hmm. And then as we go into the workforce, we totally forget it. It's also taken away from us in a lot of ways too. Yes. The very last message that Spot has for Rafi in this half hour session is to thank him so much because he works on everything. Mm -hmm. He has such a beautiful, dedicated work ethic that he will now work hard at his intuition he will work hard at playfulness. Mm-hmm. And Spock goes, this is kind of funny because it is seriously going to be that he goes full bore into playfulness now. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. And I think that's one of the qualities that will make him a good partner for Spot and a good partner for everybody else in his life. Mm-hmm. He just needed to figure out some of the key things that were missing. Mm-hmm. And Spot showed up to tell him. That's lovely. And that's love. Yes. And that's what, like, that kind of really sums up the very end of it, Kelly, 
Because Spot talks about how much they actually really love each other. Well, and you can, it's, it's evident, not just in the way that Spot is giving the messages or the fact that he's got beautiful content in the messages, but in the way that Rafi showed up to actually accept the feedback. Mm-hmm. He was open to it. He asked for it. He wanted it. He is trying to process it. There was a true openness to hearing, how can I be better as a partner? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. If you're not asking those questions, you're not really loving someone. Oh, I hope people hear that in terms of with their children, with partners, with best friends. Like just all of these relationships that we say we want, we get into, and then somehow we squander away. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that kind of a check-in that these two did today. Cool. So message is, be like Spot. <laughs> I like that. And Rafi. Yeah. 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 Two beautiful souls. Cool. Thank you for the show. You're very welcome. Happy Saturday, everyone. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.